The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When we experience loss or grief, our soul seeks answers to the questions, How will I respond? What do I do now? Welcome to A Light for the Soul that Weeps, with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. You are beginning a journey of understanding how choosing your thoughts inspires your feelings and transforms your life. To guide you, here is Dayton Ann Williams. Welcome to A Light for the Soul that Weeps. As this is our first time together, I want to begin with an expression of appreciation. From the show's conception until this moment, roughly four months have passed. And through the creative process and the expertise of many individuals, James, Jeff, Randy, Ryan, RJ, and Kevin... A dream has materialized where you and I have the opportunity to embark upon a path where love abounds and healing is inevitable. For that is our intent. It is an honor to walk with you, and I appreciate you allowing me to participate in your journey to healing. I welcome you to call in, and we will begin taking calls 45 minutes past the hour. This evening, we are discussing moving from why to what. Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, a French philosopher and Jesuit priest, stated that in the final analysis The questions of why bad things happen to good people transmutes itself into some very different questions, no longer asking why something happened, but asking how we will respond, what we intend to do now that it happened. When I first read the statement, After my eldest son was killed, it resonated deep within me. For this is the question, in one form or another, that I have posed to myself for the past several decades as I have walked my own path to healing. Over this time, I have consciously and deliberately created a spiritual way of life. It has been a process, and along the way I have met many teachers, 
and made many discoveries through my experiences. While my intent to heal remained constant, as time passed, my focus became more narrow, for I discovered that life is far simpler than I ever understood it to be. And the answers that I sought were within me all the time. In seeking answers, I was merely becoming aware that I am a divine being of light and love. And while I am connected to the source, I am also connected to every other person in this time and space. For we are all divine beings of light and love. I am connected to you. So we have experienced a loss that has shaken us. And as we are multi-dimensional beings with spiritual, mental, and physical aspects. And we have learned that loss and grief also has multiple dimensions. We are affected emotionally, cognitively, socially, spiritually, and physically. The question is, what do we intend to do now that we have experienced this loss? By joining me in this journey, you are affirming that your intent is to heal. And while grief has a life of its own, and it will stay with us for an undefined duration, we can take actions to help ourselves through the process. Knowing that waves of grief will occur, the first step we can take is to accept it. As with anything, what we resist persists. And by not resisting the thoughts, the feelings, we can move more quickly through the process. In other words, we have no judgment. Our watchword is gentleness. A wave of grief has passed through us and we are left with a feeling of emptiness. We are feeling our loss. It is at this point that we begin conscious healing. I would like to focus on two concepts. The first is everything is vibrational. Everything is composed of energy. The law of conservation of energy states that 
energy can be neither created nor destroyed, but it can change form. My belief is that when we are at our natural state of being, we are vibrating at a high level. We have a high sense of well-being, and this is, by definition, happiness. Anything that acts as a stressor on our system will lower the level of our vibration. This could be illness, fear, depression, or grief, just to name a few. Consequently, it is our responsibility to take deliberate actions to restore our vibrational level. We accomplish this through the second concept. We are responsible for our thoughts, our feelings, and our choices. As an example, I will share an experience I recently had. I was packing for my move and taking out all the boxes from the closet. And there was one particular box that I left till the end. This box had a label that said, Lovingly Packed, August 2009, when I moved to Galveston. It held papers and various documents and trinkets for my son. And because it had been sitting in the closet for five years, it became smashed and I needed to take everything out and put it in a new box. So it was the only box left. I pull it out of the closet. I get a new box, tape it up, get it ready and set it beside. I open it up and the first thing I see is a document that has my son's signature on it. And the wave of grief washed over me. The sobbing began, and as I'm continuing going through the box and pulling out items and putting in the new box, my sobbing is increasing. The tone of it is increasing. The level of it is increasing. The tears are flowing. I see his picture, and another wave comes over me. I get everything in the new box, close it up, and sit back and wait for the grief to pass because I know it will. It always does. So as my tears begin to cease flowing and the sobbing begin to diminish, once it was done, I took a big sigh and said, whoa, that was intense. It's been a long time that I have felt it to that degree. And then I did what I call my practice. 
my typical response after an episode of grief. I tell my son how much I miss him, how much I love him, how much I honor and celebrate the space that he now occupies. That he is now untethered, unbound, in pure love. I blow him a kiss and I tell him once again how much I miss him and how much I love him. I was able to move through the grief and continue with my packing because I have established a practice of taking responsibility for my thoughts and feelings and making choices that support my healing. In the beginning, it took more effort and more focus, and I did not move as quickly through the aftermath of a wave of grief. Yet, that really was never a consideration. I simply wanted to move forward. I wanted to heal. Over the years, I have learned techniques to raise my vibration from many teachers, many sources, and I have referenced a few on the resources page of my website. One that I will use as an example is from Abraham Hicks. And in using this, we can take the example of a wave of grief. And after it has passed, we have that deep feeling of loss and emptiness. And we can simply say, out loud is preferable, really. Wouldn't it be nice to feel peace? Well, yeah, it would be really nice to feel peace. It would be great. And that response, you can feel the level of your energy rising. And you can take additional steps to raise it even higher. You can sing. Singing is just joyful. You can watch a funny movie. One of my favorite things to do is to just take a walk outside. I love being outside. It, it rejuvenates me. It really doesn't matter what it is or how simple it is. It's just continuing that raising of your vibration. It's time for us to take a short break. This is Dayton Ann Williams, and you are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Like so many others, do you put on a game face to the world? The stress of home life, work life, and personal life converge on us on practically a daily basis. Yet, so rarely do we let others see our real selves, and we carry on like we don't have a single problem. We need to connect and to find out we're not alone. Tune into Stories from the Heart of Leadership with host Shamin Sadek to find out not only what's been created, but the story behind it. Listen live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to Embrace Your Inner Self and Empower Yourself with host Sangeeta Patel. This is the show you've been waiting for. It's about moving forward with relationships, money, emotional healing, and meditation. How do you remove energy blockages from your body? You'll learn about this as well as exploring how the yin and yang works to balance your life. Sangeeta and her guests are here to discuss your personal blueprint to a better life. Listen Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dayton at PrimePurposeCoaching.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We were discussing before the break how we are responsible for our thoughts, our feelings, and our choices, and that we can generate a higher vibration by choosing thoughts that create feelings of well-being. By doing so, it becomes our practice. It becomes our way of life. And it not only helps us as we heal from our loss, it helps us in every area of our life. We develop this practice by first becoming aware of our thoughts. I was introduced to this concept through cognitive-based therapy, or CBT. Up to that point, I had spent my life affected with a bipolar disorder. I was acutely aware of my feelings. However, I was completely oblivious to the slew of underlining destructive thought patterns. Becoming aware of my thoughts and taking responsibility for my thoughts became a powerful aspect of my healing journey. As I look back, I can see how my progress was impeded 
for there were additional pieces that impacted my ability to move forward. I had to learn how resistance, judgment, and fear were barriers to the life I wanted to create. Yet, this was all simply part of my journey. And I am grateful that I had the opportunity to develop this practice for over two decades before I experienced a loss that literally brought me to my knees and a wail of agony that sprung from my soul. I am grateful for the practice because grief is a powerful experience. It takes courage to move through the grief. It takes strength to awaken each day and put one foot in front of the other. And my practice had given me a foundation to help me in my journey. Yet, my practice had not achieved a level that would prevent me from experiencing two more devastating losses that would compound my grief and prolong my healing. Having made that journey, however, has really merely reinforced my commitment to a daily practice of taking responsibility for my thoughts, my feelings, and my choices. And it is foundational in the message I share with you. We define our reality based upon our perceptions and beliefs. Consequently, our thoughts are paramount in defining both our experiences and the quality of the life we live. This is why two people can have the same experience yet could define the experience differently based upon their individual perceptions and beliefs. One could see positive aspects of the experience whereas another would view the entire experience as negative. Every day, in every experience, we have the power to choose how we will respond, how will we will define the experience. Several months after the death of my son, my daughter and I became estranged, and it continues to this day. It was devastating for many reasons. My daughter and I were quite close, and I considered her my dearest friend. In addition, it felt as if I had lost two children. Yet, at the time, I chose not to address my thoughts and feelings. I told myself that I could only deal with one loss at a time. And as with any choice, 
there would be ramifications to my decision. As the estrangement continued, I began to have thoughts of uh, judgment for, I believed, clearly, my daughter did not value me. And this merely created feelings of unworthiness. A few years prior, I had declared that the most valuable contribution I had made was that of a mother. It exceeded my career. It exceeded everything. The belief I created around the estrangement resulted in perceptions that reinforced my feelings of unworthiness. Uh, My own daughter did not want to have anything to do with me. What does that say about my worthiness as a human being? My identity began to disintegrate as my thoughts and feelings of unworthiness ran amok, for clearly I was not the mother I thought I was. After a year of allowing these thoughts and feelings to fester and grow, I was primed to receive a predator in my life. My vulnerability was acute and susceptible to manipulation and abuse. As in any situation where domestic violence resides, the abuser will generate control through utilizing a victim's weaknesses. When my abuser would affirm my defects with the statement, even your own daughter will not have anything to do with you, I could not refute it because it merely reinforced what I believed to be true. And I would participate in this cycle of abuse for two and a half years before I escaped. And almost two more years would pass before I addressed the initial thoughts and feelings that precipitated the storm of suffering I endured from the choices I made. While I have illustrated a specific experience and stepping back and looking at it from a more general perspective, there are many aspects and dimensions within the experiences. There were many opportunities that allowed me to ask the question, how will I show up? There were times I missed the mark. There were times I was congruent with my true self. Without exception, the entire journey contributed to where I am today. And the day I chose to take full responsibility for my thoughts, my feelings, and my choices marks the day my journey of healing acquired an unprecedented sense of freedom upon which I continue to build upon and create the life I want to live. We use the word journey because it is a process. We have a destination. We have our eyes on the prize. Yet we have learned that it is the journey itself that has value, that truly matters. For it is our nature 
that once we acquire a dream, we merely create a new dream and embark on a new journey. We are always evolving, always expanding, always taking steps to remembering who we really are, divine beings of light and love. It's time for us to take another short break. This is Dayton Ann Williams, and you are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant, Deetta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. Tune in every week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further with host Desiree Watson. Our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life, supported by a diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals. While helping you realize the connection between mind, body, and spirit, you'll achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance, stress management, and personal development. The Wellness Lounge, a step further, airs Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment, and Saturdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 9141. You may also send an email to Dayton at PrimePurposeCoaching.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. We were discussing how our reality is shaped by our perceptions and beliefs. And I shared a personal experience where my thoughts, feelings, and choices created perceptions and beliefs that negatively impacted me and when I took responsibility for my thoughts, feelings and choices, I experienced freedom. I, when I think 
of um, someone experiencing loss and grief. My heart weeps. It, it does. And, and my heart weeps that you are experiencing loss. I know at times the pain is unbearable. Yet I also know that this loss can be a catalyst. It offers a unique opportunity that where you can create a space for you to connect with your higher self and the divine within you at a deeper level than ever before. When we experience contrast, we become more aware. I understood love at a much higher level after I experienced my loss. Back in my career days when I transferred to Boulder, Mark, whom I identify as my mentor and my friend, told me that in order to succeed in the e-business environment, I would have to redefine my view of success. Otherwise, I would be plagued by feelings of failure. In other words, I would have to change my belief and perceptions of success. What I had done up to that point would not help me in moving forward. This new work environment required new perceptions. It wasn't a suggestion per se, it was wisdom shared with me by someone who had been there, done that. It was challenging for me to make the change for many of my perceptions and behaviors were deeply rooted, yet the results benefited me far beyond my initial motivation to redefine my view of success. I evolved as a person. It is a good time to review our beliefs and perceptions. Do we still believe them? Or are we merely going through the motions without conscious thought? Do they still benefit us? Perhaps they served us well at one point in time, yet that time has passed. It is a good time to explore and consciously consider the life we want to create. Some would take the perspective that it is difficult to have happy thoughts because they do not feel happy about anything. And to do so would feel like they were being fake. I understand that perspective. And based upon logic that we have applied throughout our lifetime, it sounds to be true. Yet it is actually backwards. Our thoughts generate our feelings. And since we are responsible for our thoughts, we have the power to choose thoughts that are in alignment with our true nature. We must understand the distinction what we are experiencing is not who we are. And for those of us who have experienced 
a loss that has deeply impacted us. Our thoughts, feelings, and choices are the direct path to our healing. Our healing will not occur outside of us. It will only happen from within. And love is the medium for the healing to take place. To illustrate this concept, I would like to read um, Beginning 17 from my book, Dragonflies, New Beginnings for Healing from Grief and Loss. It is the fear of the unknown that creeps into our thoughts and travels throughout our body, seeking any cell to which it can grasp and take hold until we feel utterly and completely overwhelmed. It is the nature of fear. It is how it survives, and it will continue to replicate as long as we continue to nourish it. We know that nothing can survive without nourishment, and fear is no exception. In essence, we have two core feelings, fear and love. Consequently, at any given moment, we are moving in a plane of fear or a plane of love. One emotion feels bad, where the other feels good. From this perspective, we can appreciate the host of emotions that result from us feeling bad, and they can all be referenced back to some sort of fear. It is the recognition of the process that is taking place which provides us with our solution. When we feel the fear take hold, we can gently turn our focus to love. If we feel our heart gripped by fear, we can focus love in this area and observe the fear recede. For fear cannot exist in the presence of love. I am beginning to allow love to help me heal. Whatever the question, love is the answer. As we move through the experience of loss or grief, and we ask the question, how will I heal? Love is the answer. Each time we choose thoughts that raise our vibration, that bring us closer to our true self, we are exhibiting love. Each time we make a choice to honor our journey, we are exhibiting love. Each time we deny judgment of ourselves or our journey, we are exhibiting love. Each time we laugh with joy, we are exhibiting love. Each time we extend compassion to another, we are exhibiting love. It's time for us to take another short break. And I welcome you after we return to um, call in and join us. You're listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Now on Voice America. The road you travel in life is never a straight line. It's more like running around in circles, which is not a problem when you make Richard Flint a part of your world. When you're standing next to Richard, you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity. Things just start falling into place. Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The power to be with Richard Flint. Join us and more power to you. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dayton at PrimePurposeCoaching.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back for our final segment. And um, again, I would encourage you, if you would like, to call in and join us in a conversation about any questions you may have or comments on the show. I was listening to a video once from Brendan Burchard And he said, what would my higher self do? And I laughed out loud when I heard that. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. For so long, I have held the belief that the answers to any question I had was already inside me. And while I have a practice of asking spirit, Is it in my highest good to do such and such? I had never taken the perspective of asking, what would my higher self do? I like the approach. It actually generates a deep feeling of connection and a whole new understanding of we are spiritual beings having a human experience. I'd like to read another chapter from my book, Dragonflies, New Beginnings for Healing from Grief and Loss. 
This is beginning 45. As we experience grief, we learn of the uniqueness of the process as akin to walking through a maze. There are paths that appear to circle back to a previous point, as well as walls that appear without warning. There are times when we feel we are wandering aimlessly without knowing how far we have come or how far we have to go. As we walk the maze, we are limited in our vision to the immediate path before us. It is the journey, not the destination, which becomes our focus. Ever-present, we continue in the direction of our intent, healing of mind, body, and soul. As with any soulful journey, the process is designed specifically for us. The healing takes place at a pace that supports our individual needs. There are those days when we feel as if we have burst through an invisible barrier and we are spurred on to a higher place of well-being. And there are those days when we are protected from further movement and given the opportunity to process the deep feelings that have surfaced. I am beginning to know all is well. It is my hope that you are beginning to know that all is well. That your journey to healing is progressing. That you are not alone. And that you are deeply loved. Another favorite of mine is the seven steps to success, the principles of nature by Deepak Chopra. Step one is I am pure spirit. Take time to meditate, to be silent and not judge. Commune with nature. As we cease from judgment, we create silence that gets in touch with God. Step two. Law of giving and receiving. Wherever I go, I will bring a gift. Caring, affection, appreciation, attention, and love. Touch frequently. It releases healing chemicals. Speak sincerely. Listen. Step three. Law of karma. Action. Choice making. Out of all choices, one is karmatically correct. It will bring joy to me and to all that it touches. Give what you want 
If you want money, help someone else to make money. When confronted with a choice, ask your body if you should do it. As you observe the choice, foresee the consequences, and then ask the body. Step four, law of least effort. Nature's intelligence functions with ease, harmony, joy, and love. Do less and accomplish more. No hard work or driving ambition. Practice. One, the principle of acceptance of this moment. Two, responsibility without guilt or shame. Relabel problems as opportunities. Anger, fear, and depression all arise when we do not feel our pain as we experience it. Feel pleasure and feel pain. Three, practice the relinquishment of the need to defend your point of view. Invincibility comes from defenselessness. Step five, law of intention and desire. Desire is the mechanics of creation. Inherent in every desire is the mechanics to fulfill it. Intent is a powerful force. Synchronicity is lots of things happening at once to fulfill a desire. One, make a list of all of your desires. Two, surrender list to the womb of creation. Step six, law of detachment. Two centers of being, ego, always lives in fear, and spirit, timeless factor. Shift from ego to spirit, and you become an alert witness. We are not the roles we are playing. Stop identifying with the roles that you are playing. Be process-oriented, not outcome-oriented. This is detachment. Uncertainty creates freedom from past. Today, I will commit myself to detachment. The more uncertainty in my day, the more joy it will create for me. Be involved with passions. Step into the field of infinite possibilities. Step seven. Law of purpose in life. Dharma. Work with love. There are three components. One, each human being has a unique gift to give to others. 
you escape to timeless awareness and joy and ecstasy is experienced. Two, we are here to help each other. How can I give? How can I help? Experience our higher self. We are spiritual beings. Today, I commit to nurturing the God-Goddess embryo that is lying deep within my soul. Make a list of your unique talents and ask, how can I serve and how can I help with my talents? What do you love doing? The fact that you have a desire means that you are intended to fulfill it. Otherwise, it would not be part of your karmic desire. Today, I shall judge nothing that occurs. As I judge nothing that occurs, I create silence in my mind. As I create silence in my mind, I will commune with the cosmic mind. Whatever our mind can conceive, we can create. The creative mind of the universe resides in us. Every thought is a memory or a desire, interpretation, or a choice. Hmm, that is always very moving when I read that. I appreciate the concepts that have been presented the ideas, they're universal and they are certainly abound throughout time uh, through um, religions, philosophy. It is part of us to move forward, to move past our experiences. Our time this week has come to an end and I will leave this thought with you. You are your unique expression of the divine in this time and space. And as you travel your path, may love always fill your heart and light your way. I have enjoyed our time together and look forward to next week when we discuss the practice of journaling and continue walking the path of healing together. We are delighted you've chosen to join us this week on A Light for the Soul That Weeps. Next week, 
Dayton Ann Williams will return with another engaging program designed to help you move forward on your journey. Tune in next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And have a beautiful week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.